It's Tuesday, March 27, 2012. The water crisis is a health crisis. It's a farming crisis. It's an economic crisis. It's a climate crisis. And increasingly, it is a political crisis. Warning, world water crisis ahead. These companies are making record profits right now. Tens of billions of dollars a year. Does anyone really think that Congress should give them another $4 billion this year? Senate to vote on ending subsidies to big oil. The beginning of the end for coal. Climate scientists warn the planet is approaching tipping points. Plus, it's confirmed. BP's oil still killing the Gulf of Mexico. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Now, spring has sprung a little early this year, and so I'm going to say what everyone's thinking. Puxatawney Phil is a liar! <laughs> this is your Green News Report. I believed you! Okay, Des, the record warm weather continues in my hometown of St. Louis. More days of 80-degree weather in March as the records continue to pile up this year. Yep, do not pass go, do not collect spring, and move straight on to summer. Yeah. And a new study from the Potsdam Institute concludes that this observed increase in deadly extreme weather events like droughts and floods around the world is caused by global warming. They predict even more extreme weather events will occur with greater frequency in coming years. U.S. scientist Kevin Trenberth of the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado, says, quote, The answer to the question of whether any single event is caused by climate change is that it's the wrong question. All weather events are now affected by climate change because the environment in which they occur is warmer and moister than it used to be, end quote. And climate scientists are warning at an international conference on Monday that unless action is taken in the next 10 years, the world will reach several tipping points that could irreversibly trigger unavoidable climate change. Scientific estimates differ at the conference, but the world temperature looks set to rise by 6 degrees Celsius by the end of this century. That translates to about 10 to 11 degrees Fahrenheit. That's if no action is taken to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And that's if we bother to listen to scientists on this topic. Is it the beginning of the end for coal? In a major policy move, the Obama administration's Environmental Protection Agency on Tuesday announced the first ever greenhouse gas limits on power plants. The new draft regulations put a cap on the amount of greenhouse gases each power plant is allowed to emit every year. However, these new limits apply only to new power plants. All existing power plants in the U.S., regardless of their fuel source, will be grandfathered in and will not be required to meet these new limits. And no doubt the coal industry is still complaining about those limits? Of course they are, but some of these coal-fired power plant companies say they have no plans to build new coal-fired power plants, so these regulations really won't affect them. What will affect them is if the EPA continues in their next step to regulate existing power plants. Gotcha. Repealing subsidies for big oil? Let's put every single member of Congress on record. You can stand with the oil companies or you can stand up for the American people. 
That was President Obama in a speech earlier this month calling on Congress to repeal billions in taxpayer subsidies given to big oil every year. And now, this week, the Senate will consider new legislation to repeal that $4 billion in annual oil subsidies. But previous Democratic attempts to repeal oil industry subsidies have failed every time they've been proposed. Meanwhile, out in the Gulf of Mexico, marine scientists confirm the BP oil spill continues to kill. Marine scientists have confirmed the hydrocarbon fingerprint of oil from BP's blown-out Macondo Well, the worst oil spill disaster in the nation's history, in the death of a deep-sea coral field about seven miles from the well site. Dolphins are also suffering. Marine biologists have also confirmed a marked increase in disease and mortality rates for dolphins in the Gulf that have been exposed to the BP oil spill. Get ready for water wars. That's the conclusion in a new U.S. intelligence report issued by the State Department warning of an increasingly likely risk that water will be adopted as a weapon by states or terrorists in the next 20 years due to dwindling freshwater supplies around the world. Great. Based on a classified threat assessment from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the report warns growing water shortages in the Middle East, Africa, and Asia could destabilize those regions within the next 20 years. U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton called for governments to begin cooperative investments for better water management. Water security for us is a matter of economic security, human security, and national security. Because we see potential for increasing unrest, conflicts, and instability over water. Great. So we're wrapping up these oil wars only to move into the water wars. Guess we got to keep fighting about something. For more on all of our stories today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. You can also subscribe to our reports for free anytime via iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>